Welcome to the Kiara Goes Global podcast, a space for young adults to explore all things travel, lifestyle, and well-being. I'm your host, Kiara Mason, and I share my journey as a multi-passionate creative, guiding you to grow into your best self. Through authentically sharing stories and connecting with others on the podcast, we hope to foster an inspired and uplifted community where folks can show up as their full selves, be seen where they're at, and feel hopeful for the future. Thanks for joining this journey with us. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we are going to be diving in to my travels exploring Florida. I was very excited to have the opportunity to explore the Sunshine State in the fall. I haven't spent a ton of time in areas that are more tropical, so I was super excited about seeing a ton of palm trees. I spent a couple of days in the Orlando area before traveling down the East Coast, spending the majority of my time in Boca Raton, Fort Lauderdale, and Miami. So let's dive in and I'll share more about my time exploring in Florida. My journey started in Orlando, which is where I landed, and as soon as I got there, I remember thinking immediately how tropical it was and how much it really felt like I was truly on vacation. It felt like everyone there was on vacation, and of course, I wanted to feel that too, and that's when I remembered that Orlando has both Walt Disney World and Harry Potter and Universal Studios and more. It really is the perfect family vacation destination, so it was no wonder that I was seeing so many excited families at the airport. Once I finally managed to leave the airport, I was hit with that heat immediately. I could not wait to get to my hotel and jump in the pool, which is exactly what I did. It was so refreshing, so fun. At this time of year, it was fall for us in Canada, where it's starting to get a little bit colder. So even though it wasn't the middle of winter yet, it was still so nice to get that kind of heat wave and a little bit of a break and soak in some of that sunshine. The few days that I spent in Orlando, I primarily spent time exploring Winter Garden, Montverde, Windermere, and Winter Park. I didn't spend much time in downtown Orlando, and I primarily was exploring the suburbs. They were all super gorgeous, And it was so cool for me to see palm trees everywhere that I went. As someone who did not grow up with that around all the time, it was really, really cool. It was super hot out. The food was great. 
and the schools were all so gorgeous. I did have a small moment where I started to freak out about alligators, but no worries. I did not see any gators on my trip. Before I knew it, it was time for me to head south towards Boca Raton. It was a long drive, so I decided to stop briefly along the way in West Palm Beach. I was only there for a short time, but it felt very bougie, a lot of resort vibes that I was getting. And once I got to Boca Raton, I felt like it had a very similar vibe really playing into that resort feel. I was very lucky to stay at multiple hotels with pools and palm trees. It really made me feel like the luckiest person to be in these places and really made me feel like I was on vacation too. There was definitely a similar atmosphere where I stayed near Fort Lauderdale as well. A ton of pools and palm trees abound. I did a lot of exploring in the nearby suburbs in both of these areas, visiting various schools, reveling in the sights of the palm trees and the feel of that hot breeze. It was truly amazing. Finally, I trekked further south to Miami. I was very excited to be in Miami, and I had the incredible opportunity to actually stay on the beach. Miami itself is massive, and driving is a little bit of a nightmare. If you've been to Miami before, you probably know this. The traffic is a little bit insane, but once you get to Miami Beach itself, it's so worth it. As I mentioned, I was staying right on the beach in about the cent central beach area. And I got to see the sunrise and the sunset right on the ocean. It was so incredible. I don't even think I can describe fully how amazing that site is. It had been a really long time for me since I'd actually been near the ocean. And even longer since I'd gone swimming in it which I did do. After my last day of visits, I had time to go swimming in the ocean, which was truly amazing. The water was warm and refreshing. It was so fun to be walking on the shore in the sand with the waves crashing at your feet. It was such an incredible moment, and I'm so glad that I chose to stay at a hotel that was located right in Miami Beach. It was definitely the highlight of my time in Florida. I wish I had more time to enjoy, but unfortunately, I had to make the journey back to Toronto. With that said, it was the perfect way for me to end off my fall adventures traveling around the U.S. So I had the opportunity to visit Florida again in the fall of 2023. So that's what we're going to cover in this second half of the episode today. And once we get towards the end of the episode, 
I'm going to share what I consider to be the perfect South Florida itinerary, really for any time of year. So let's get into it. My journey started landing in Fort Lauderdale, and I have to say, I don't really like any of the Florida airports. I've now flown through Orlando, Miami, and Fort Lauderdale, and I honestly feel like none of them are that great. However, Fort Lauderdale is the one that I despise the least, even though I had a big debacle getting my rental car once I had landed, which took forever. I'd still recommend going through the Fort Lauderdale airport if you can. Thankfully, I made it in one piece and I checked into my hotel. I was going to be staying in Fort Lauderdale for five nights, so I chose to stay in a hotel suite that included a kitchen. For me, being able to cook my own food while I'm on the road actually makes a really big difference. So if I'm staying in one spot for a little while, I like to get a kitchen and do some cooking if I can. I do have another blog post that talks about more of my well-being on the road tips, so make sure to check that out. I started my adventures off bright and early the next morning with a full day of work ahead of me. It was a busy day exploring Fort Lauderdale and Boca Raton, and by the time 3 p.m. hit, I was absolutely starving. I found an incredibly delicious, healthy restaurant called Farmer's Table, where I had an amazing late lunch. I definitely recommend checking them out if you're in the Boca Raton area. From there, I hit up Trader Joe's to prep for the week, which if you're familiar, that's a classic stop I like to make when I'm in the U.S., and I enjoyed a chill rest of the evening. The next day, I had a busy agenda with some time in Fort Lauderdale and a drive down to Miami Beach. If you're familiar with the traffic between Fort Lauderdale and Miami, you'll know that it can be an absolute nightmare to get from one to the other. I tried to give myself well over an hour to do that drive, but it still took longer, even in the middle of the day when traffic wasn't that bad. So just a word of caution for you, always give yourself extra time and be careful on the roads. Since I had made that long drive all the way down to Miami Beach for a visit, I decided to spend some time there afterwards and hit the beach. I usually prefer visiting mid-beach rather than the more chaotic areas of South Beach, but this time I wound up kind of in the middle of the two. After some time enjoying the beaches, I wanted to grab dinner. So I walked along the boardwalk and visited Limoncello, which is located in the north area of South Beach. I had heard incredible things about this Italian restaurant and it did not disappoint. All of the waiters that spoke with me were Italian and absolutely hilarious, just like my family, which made me feel right at home. I had a limoncello spritz, which was divine, and the pasta I had was so flavorful. 
It was truly an incredible experience, and I'm so glad I went. Make sure to check them out if you're in Miami Beach. By the time I finished dinner, it was a little bit later in the evening, so traffic wasn't too bad getting back to Fort Lauderdale, which is just what I had planned. Before I knew it, it was the weekend, and I was very lucky to be able to spend a full weekend in Florida, and I knew that I wanted one day to be a full-on beach day. Of course, there are countless beaches in Florida, so I had a hard decision ahead of me. I decided that I didn't want to have to drive too far, and I wanted more of a chill vibe. I wound up choosing a beach in Fort Lauderdale that was quite close to my hotel and was described as a little bit quieter. That location was Lauderdale by the Sea, which wound up being perfect. I rented a chair and umbrella for the day, brought all my own snacks and water, and got to fully enjoy the beach. It was a bit cloudy on this particular day, but it was definitely still warm enough to enjoy the water and go in for regular dips. Swimming, suntanning, and just relaxing was so nice and well needed. I did a short walk around the town area to check out some of the shops, which were super cute. On my way out, I decided I wanted ice cream and I got one of the best salted caramel ice creams that I've ever had. It was so delicious. I went back to my hotel and cooked dinner there, finishing off with a relaxing evening. It was definitely a perfect Saturday, if you ask me. On Sunday, I needed to do a bit of work, so I wanted to stay within my hotel. Luckily for me, they had an outdoor pool. With perfect weather, I got to swim and suntan for most of the day outside and did some work later on. The hotel pool was great. I was surrounded by gorgeous hibiscus flowers and the Florida geckos, and there was hardly anyone at the pool, so I had it to myself for most of the day. I highly recommend getting a hotel with a pool if you're visiting Florida. Most of them have one, and they are just the best. Overall, I had a great weekend relaxing in Fort Lauderdale. It was so well needed. The next day, I was heading towards South Miami. I spent a lot of time exploring along the Biscayne Bay area. It was absolutely stunning to be so close to the water. My hotel was located in Coral Gables, a super bougie area located right next to a Tesla dealership. It was next level and had a rooftop pool and patio with views of the city. Later on, I took a brief excursion on the Rickenbacker Causeway out to Virginia Key. This is a super cool small island with beaches that look towards downtown Miami and the coastline. You can continue along the causeway to Key Biscayne, which I have visited previously, but this time I decided to head back towards South Miami. 
I chose to stop in Coconut Grove for an early dinner at Bayshore Club, a gorgeous spot located right on the harbor overlooking the bay. I highly recommend having at least one meal in Florida overlooking the water. It is so gorgeous. Shortly after, I went back to my hotel for a final dip in the pool. Before I knew it, it was time to pack my things and get ready to head back home to Toronto. The weather turned out perfect during my time in Florida, and I'm so glad I was able to soak up some more sunshine before heading back to full-on fall in Toronto. So that's a recap of my entire trip visiting Florida in the fall of 2023. If you are planning a trip to Florida in the future, I have a few recommendations to share. I would strongly encourage you to pick one area of the state as they are quite spread apart. Central Florida near Orlando is definitely more of a family friendly destination as they have a lot of the different theme parks located there. The southeast coast near Miami has a lot more beaches, it's a little bit more bougie, and there are some areas of Miami that are known for partying. I didn't have the chance to visit the west coast of Florida due to the impact of the hurricane in 2022, and unfortunately I did not have the opportunity to visit northern Florida either. But I can imagine that each area of the state really offers something different. So it really depends on what you're looking for. Regardless of where you go, you'll still have the chance to enjoy the tropical vibes of Florida. And to give you a bit of a quick cheat sheet, if you're looking for a family-friendly destination, I would recommend heading to Orlando. If you want to party it up with some girlfriends, I definitely suggest Miami. And if you're searching for more of a resort vibe, I'd recommend Boca Raton or West Palm Beach. For me personally, I really enjoyed the beaches and I would head back to Miami in a heartbeat. One more quick note I want to share with you is to be extra careful on the roads. I did see multiple car accidents when I was there, and I heard of some other folks who got into car accidents as well. So it does seem to be pretty common in Florida. So make sure you're driving safely and keeping your eyes on the road, especially on those big highways. And now I want to share with you a full itinerary that you can steal for your next trip to South Florida. As I mentioned, try to fly into Fort Lauderdale if you can, and your first day will start off exploring Fort Lauderdale and the Boca Raton areas. There's a ton of shopping and great restaurants in this area, including Farmer's Table. You can definitely get your fix of shopping and great eats here. 
for day two, you can enjoy a beach day at Lauderdale by the sea and some local ice cream. It's a much quieter atmosphere and will be very relaxing. Bring some snacks with you to the beach and you'll be all set. On the third day, it's time for a pool day at your hotel, preferably on a rooftop if that's your vibe. Being close by means you're free to come and go as you please and enjoy as much time sitting poolside as you'd like. Plus, in the evening, you can cook your own meal in your suite or dine at your hotel's restaurant if you'd prefer. Day four brings us further south to explore Key Biscayne and Biscayne Bay. Take the Rickenbacker Causeway over to Virginia Key and Key Biscayne, where there are plenty of beaches and views of downtown Miami to explore. In the evening, head back across the causeway to Bay Shore Club, a restaurant located right on Biscayne Bay. Eat a delicious dinner and take in the views from the bay. On your fifth and final day, it's time to check out Miami Beach, enjoy swimming and suntanning. You can stay at Mid Beach if you want more of a calmer spot or South Beach if you want something that's a little more lively. In the evening, go for dinner at Limoncello, an excellent Italian restaurant located right in between Mid and South Beach. Taking the sunset right on the ocean to finish off your night. And there you have it, the perfect South Florida itinerary. I truly hope if you get the chance to visit Florida, that it will be as rejuvenating as mine was. I always enjoy the time to take in some of that nice Florida sunshine. And I hope you'll tag me on your next visit. So I can live vicariously through you and your sunshine in Florida as well. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Kiara Goes Global podcast. For more ways to connect with us, follow us at Kiara Goes Global and check out our website, kiaragoesglobal.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time.